If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want the coach to tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubinville. Welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast right here in Pod Studio One in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You said you were going to bring some energy. (laughs) It's already already 2021. And um, we we found out so many things about Tyler this year so far. He's I'm so born proud. in the fifties. So All he does is run and throw. He does. Um, got a new Not hat. Anymore. Not anymore. Tricolor. <laughs> the grass has admitted that he doesn't that. like to work out like he used to. Well, there's yeah. so many things. But his name's Tyler Burnett, and he's 31, born in 1950. That's what they call but, him. But at the playground. He's the CEO and founder of the of the Goat Empire, the Goat family of brands. Continue to evolve every day. So glad you're with us back at the table. I've missed seeing you. So glad you're back. Thanks for being I'd here. I'd love to be here. Yeah, Happy I know you New Year. Happy New you, Year. You do a great job. Stay on task. Stay focused. <laughs> um, be connected. And then to the left, always from Brentwood that comes in. He's the calming force. He's the LinkedIn whisperer. He always has new T-shirts. What do your T-shirts say today? Yeah, it's Nashville strong. You know, we had an incident Christmas Day here in Nashville. So I, I thought this was appropriate for, yeah. for today's show. It's not Nashville crazy. It's Nashville strong. It is. So yeah, we are. So it, it, <laughs> you didn't expect that on Christmas Day. Let's just pause for a second and, and say that the, the first responders, those folks that were out there, it's incredible. They are. I the, just they are I like, hope, like if I'm ever in those moments, that I will respond in such a brave and courageous way. Yeah. Because I have fear that I'd like crawl under the car or something. I well, don't know. Well, just know this. Whatever happens, I'm going to be behind you guys every step of the way. <laughs> that's, that's so meaningful. <laughs> okay. We got a great show for you today. It's a good one. It is a good one. I, I think it's it speaks to, Tyler, your uh, your career. I think John certainly speaks to your body of work. And and, and, and what would have happened in this same topic, which I'm I'm not going to share because that's your your sex appeal here. Thank you. But what would happen if those first responders didn't do what the very the value topic of this is today? Yeah, creating value. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the value they create impressive. is that we get to wake up every day and have the quality of life that we have. That's very cool. Right? And and so Thank you. they're the goats you of uh of Christmas. They're they're the goats of the Christmas goats. The Christmas goats. The, every day all day. Those are tough jobs and those people Them and John McClain. John McClain. One of the greatest. Yeah. We, we, he's a, on on a former uh, episode. Go back and listen. He is. But y'all know, <laughs> I'm, I'm boring Tyler. Yeah, y'all know goats, right? <laughs> I thought you were bringing energy today. I mean, did I miss hear that? I'm pretty energized from John McClain. I don't know. Okay. Well, server up in a way we can get. If it you here. have not listened, if you have not listened, number one, we're, we're a quick cast. We're a car ride to work, we a are. car ride home. We serve it up like Waffle House, Spotify, in a Apple, Apple, Podbean. We got a new Google, brand. Amazon. YouTube. We're everywhere. We're on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Hey, yeah, Subscribe. Put up Tell those. your friends, lovers. I just did that. This those descriptions. Years. Told your lovers. Yeah. <clears throat> Told my lovers and subscribed. <laughs> but the core of what we do is that we use this idea that there's these things in this world 
even in 2021, even more in 2021 based mm. on the last conversation that we had that I'm very excited about releasing soon. Um, actually, it's already been released. It's true. <laughs> I've got to go back in time. Yes. Um, but they're goats and the greatest of all time. Yeah. And they're easy to spot in sports. You know them, right? They're people that do what in sports? They get recognized for their greatness. The Tom Brady's of the world. They elevate everybody else around them. Mm -hmm. New England certainly knows that this year. Mm -hmm. But in business, they're different. They're people that compete on perspective, education, and experience. What they do creates new levels of energy for them, gives them energy, gives other people energy, creates new levels of challenge and new levels of opportunity. Mm. Through all that, through all that, there's this idea of creating value. And certainly it changes over time. In our 20s, they teach us to get in the game. In our 30s, they teach us to move up in the game. In our 40s, we try to stay in the game because those 30-year-olds are so damn good. In our 50s, we finally say, what is it that I really want? And we got to find a way to create value in each one of those errors. Yeah, I think each time, each, if we look at our the value that we bring, and that may, may be part of what we talk about today, the value that we bring in each one of those different time periods of our lives um, is important to understand because when you make a, a gut level decision and say this is what I really want, then it changes how you bring value to other people. Mm. I like that. You talk about it. Well, I just was enjoying that you're you can talk and beautifully intro a topic while getting a mint <laughs> with your left hand, like he's speaking to somebody. And you're going to so, smell his breath. I mean, it was so seamless. Like the audience would never have known, but I just felt like that Le- intimate moment. Needed Lesson to be three shared. in speaker school. So here's here's one of the uh, I, I'm just I'm gonna talk about it, but I'm gonna share my goat as we get into this, and and my goat is Vilfredo Pareto. Lord. Anybody know who that is? Every time. <sighs> Carl? Anybody? <laughs> Carl does it. <laughs> so hang on, Google. He created yeah. hey, you, Siri. you will you will know. He created the Pareto principle. Hmm. He is an Italian economist. We'll never guess that. Who discovered a principle in 1897 when he observed 80% of the land in England oh, and every country he rule. studied was owned by 20% of the population. Hmm. And later that Pareto principle became the 80-20 rule. rule that we all know in life and business. If Explain you, it to me. If you study, so 80% of X comes from 20% of Y or gotcha. the people, right? So yeah. think about, in. so for example, the in, in, in NBA, 20% of the franchises have won 75% of the championships. Beautiful wow. sport. That's a great data point. 77 wow. nations have competed in the World Cup, while 13 of the 20 cups have been won by one of three countries, Ooh. Brazil, Germany, or Italy. 80-20, it will always, in every single thing, fill in the blank, shake out fairly close to 80-20. And, that's and I think- rule. I think that goats live in the 20%. That's where the value is brought. In any company, organization, you're looking for the top 20%. And really, the goats are probably more like the 1% or less, right? Yeah. The half a percent of the population. You can't say that. The one percenters? Well, I did. <laughs> he said the half. He followed up he with the did. half. He did. He you, did. You know what I love about you is you always come prepared. Vilfredo you know, you know, Pareto. 
And our audience loves that. Is and that I love you that. don't love about me? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I think no. that's what we love about you. That's <laughs> yeah. okay, yes. Unique perspective. Yes. That is what we love. <laughs> yes. My, my goat is uh, Drucker. Ah. Peter Drucker. Oh, Pete. The greatest business philosopher of all time. And he said that in the knowledge economy, he came up with this idea of the knowledge worker, which is what we all are. He said, in the knowledge economy, you're commanded to do two things. Know and understand your value and put yourself in a position to use it. And if you look at each stage of our life, if you look at your career, each stage you understood and began to know your value in a different way. Mm -hmm. And you certainly have put yourself in 2021 with the new goal of Goat Turf to being what? What do you want to drive in revenue this year? Our target's $5 million okay. in, in installation and $1 million in distribution. In two years. And in, in 18 months. And that's totally different than in your 20s when you were bringing value to people in different ways. In yeah. batting cages, yeah. in netting, in all the different things that you did to drive revenue. For yeah. you. So I think the biggest thing that I was trying to do then is not what I'm trying to do now. And what I'm trying to do now is understand my value and what I'm good at and then create a team that does stuff that I'm not good at that maybe I can be a leader of, mm-hmm. such as bringing Brian on board and bringing JR on board and really leaning towards creating the vehicle that gives opportunities for others to be successful, which in turn helps make me and my customers successful too. And that's what's going to go to my goat. I'm going to go local on this. Ooh. And I'm going to go John Floyd. Mm. Absolutely. Um, And the reason that I say John Floyd is my goat of this is because the way he treats his team. Well, yeah, sure what he does. He he owns Old South. Oh, Old South. And uh, they're the largest home builder in Tennessee. One of the largest home builders in Tennessee. No, the largest independently home builder. Okay. Independently owned home builder. And what I love about John is that number one he's he, he's just a gifted businessman mm. but when you talk to anybody on his team uh they just have nothing but the utmost respect and love for him and love they're just the buy-in is there and what he does with his team is the same thing that I want to do with my team and yeah. that's why he that's why he's the goat for me in this episode build a vehicle well where done. everybody can have success or a home uh-huh. Yeah, he, he builds great ones. Yeah, if you are looking for a home in in Middle Tennessee, I definitely recommend um, an old South home. And then if old you want to put some turf around it, I think I would Actually, recommend. I've, I've put some turf around some old South uh, old South houses, homes. including my own. I do live in an old South house. Yeah. So so value is such an important idea. Really understanding how we bring it. There was a time. In your career, Tyler, where you didn't you didn't even know what turf was, two and a half years ago, yeah, June of 2018, I, I was on the golf course at, at Stones River. I had just left the automotive company that I worked for, oh. and uh, I was in, in North I was in sales for a company out of Atlanta, selling baseball netting <laughs> and facility design. And uh, I was on the I could sell, you know, occasionally some of the time I could be on my AirPods on the on the course and. I was hitting on the driving range, and I ran into a guy that used to work with me at Nissan, and uh, he asked me what I was doing now, and I told him netting and turf, and he said, man, you do turf? And I was like, yeah. I thought he was talking about indoor baseball facilities. He said, my cousin's literally pulling up right behind me. Uh, He's wanting to turf his backyard and do a putting green. You need to talk to him. Before I even had time to think about, am I even interested in this or not, I was like, yeah. 
So he pulls up and says, dude, you need to come see my yard. I just got a quote from somebody else. I was about to pull the trigger. Yeah. Uh, lo and behold, I show up at his house that evening, and he gives me the <laughs> – he, he tells me he got a quote from Sinlon of Nashville, ironically, that now I'm the Sinlon of Tennessee. But uh, he said, man, if you know, I'd rather give this business to a local guy, and Philip thinks you're a great guy. And so I put some numbers together and made some contacts to some people who had done similar type things in the industry and and, and told them that I could do the project for 21 grand, but if you paid up front, I'd do it for 19.5. And he wrote me a check right there at his kitchen bar. Yeah. And that's how we started in July uh, of 18, July 1st. So started crazy value in the turf world. It's just now uh, you have to water turf. <laughs> you do not have to water. You do not have to cut. It does not, not change not even, colors. Not even once a year. Not even once a year. Tyler Tyler said that was one of his uh, frequently asked questions. questions yeah. Does yeah. dog pee stain it? No, it oh. does not. It's not like real grass. I, mean, I can kind of see that. Dog oh, yeah. pee can stain some stuff. But the the most of the fibers, 95 percent of the industry is polyethylene, which does not absorb anything. One of my favorite stories, um, and it happened recently when I started thinking about bringing value, and I've shared this concept before too, and, and it really comes from this book that I've read this year, last year in 2020, around leading without authority. And he talks about an old work rule is stay in your lane, do the job in which you were hired to do, whereas a new work rule is get out of your lane, bring value. Bringing value is everybody's responsibility. He also says leadership is everybody's responsibility. Value is not something that I I think goats look at in a a minor way, right? I'm going to step out of whatever value. So for example, here's one I thought. A day or so before Thanksgiving, Max, who's 10, He's a goat. He's a legend. Yes. In our house, when he's not destroying the bathrooms, uh, <laughs> over you thirty thousand dollars worth of damage. No, it's still fresh. Stimulate still, the economy. So Max, I'm going to pick up a few things before Thanksgiving. That we're going to cook, and he says, "Hey, can you bring me back two cucumbers?" I mean, I don't ask any questions for that. When anyone asks for two cucumbers, I mean, you bring them, right? And you don't bring less because we all learn from the movie The Breakup. When when baby asks for, you know, 12 lemons, you bring 12, not eight or four. That's right. So Max asked for two cucumbers. I bring them home. I just put them in the fridge. The next day we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. And I notice he's working in the kitchen. And a few, you know, a little while later, I go in the kitchen and he has created with cucumber, carrots, and raspberries, a giant turkey. Oh, I saw this, I think. He created a turkey and that was his contribution to Thanksgiving. That was the legs. The cucumber was the legs. The, well, he made no, the he cucumber cut, the whole thing. It yeah, was like the, he cut it in circles, oh, right? And he, he made the tail, the head, the nose, like with on carrots. the table? Yeah. yeah, on a on a cutting board. And I think he made something standing up. I had a crazy vision uh, <laughs> that he has created. You know, he, 3D. There, there's always ways you can stretch your value to, to greater heights. But I would say I was so impressed. And I sat him down and I said, Max, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen you do or anybody. He didn't he didn't ask what can I do, right? He didn't say um you know what what 
you know, he, he just said, bring me this. This is my idea. I'm going to own it. This is where I'm going to bring value. And I was so impressed. That's, how, that's what we do. And you think about life, relationships, goats, they don't wait around for somebody to tell them what to do, right? They, say, they find their way, they can bring value, and they fiercely, boldly go after it, even yeah. if it's with two cucumbers. I think your story brings up a really good point. And, and that's the first thing is for you to bring value to other people, you've you got to be aware of what your skills and what your talents and what your experience and what your wisdom is. Yeah. And that's a critical step in all this. Yeah. And and I don't think we've built an education system that allows people to figure this out. It's not naturally inherent for you to figure out what those things are until what? What happens? When do you become aware of those things? When do you think it is? Jeez. Different for everybody. I mean, usually I think it's the experience of of missing out or realizing yes. I didn't bring value there where I when I could have for me. I think that's part of it. What about you? Yeah, I think it's different for everybody. Uh, and sometimes maybe it's missed opportunities and sometimes it's other things. Um, I think there's an episode on that, by the way. Yeah. Well, I, on missed I, opportunities. I think, there yeah, is. I think it's in, in the struggles that we go through. You really want to uncover that talent and that skill. Yeah. It's the struggles that you go through. What, what you really wanted more than anything was not to start a company, Tyler. It was to build a vehicle that impacted not only the the marketplace, but impacted people. And that means the people that you worked with. You're a real gift. While you're super talented at, at business and, and going in and figuring out what a business needs to do to work at the most efficient way possible, what your real gift is is investing in people and letting them feel what success that they probably never experience outside of what they had before in a completely different way. I think part of that that goes kind of both ways, what you said, is that I love the efficiency aspect. And when you work with somebody who doesn't understand what that looks like and you provide that for them, it creates that success for yes. you and them. And one of my guys said that to me the other day. He's like, I have never had a boss that would listen to my ideas and 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 turn around and just the next day I pop up and it's there at the warehouse. And I was like, well, mm. I thought you had a valid point. And it, a lot of people understand and could talk about the problem, but a lot of times they don't know how to, to solve it. Vanilla Ice did. And, <laughs> and Brian. You know who my, that is? Yes. <laughs> Brian, one of my CEOs, I think we've talked about this maybe one time before, but he said a great thing. We got enough fingers, we need more hands. Yeah. So our biggest thing we always tell the guys is, hey, if you're having a problem, raise your, raise your hand. Mm. Tell us what you need. Let us make it happen if it's worth investing in. So... Yeah, you, your your story is is exactly to my point. Once you become more aware of those skills and experiences that you have, and you appreciate how they're different from other people, then that gives you the opportunity to say, "I need to package this up in a completely different way." Well, there was an episode we talked about uh, that I think has aired. Um, go back and listen. And I can't remember exactly where. Maybe it was missed opportunities, but it was around this same idea. I, sh I shared about a quote. I'm struggling to remember who who said it at this point, but it was essentially, it's not, it's not up to you to decide if what you bring is valuable. 
And I think that's one of the biggest thing that holds us back. And taking it back to this story around Max, he didn't think through or go around and ask, does anybody like cucumbers? Would anybody want me to do this? Yeah. He just said, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to bring value, right? right? And I think for me, and I think for, for us, I can probably speak for some of us at least when we think what holds us back is deciding, am what I bring to the table valuable, rather than just go after it and do it? You bring up another great point. So what to you in that moment of the cucumber turkey was the most valuable thing? It was not the cucumber turkey. It had nothing to do with the cucumber. It was what? I think it was the the heart yes. and the effort. Yes. And I think when I really— and keep going. When I really think about Max is he was living out of— some sort of gratitude that day is what I thought, right? And that's all the things that you want for who? Everybody else sitting in that room. Yeah. He was living so out he, of his gratitude. He was aware of it. Yeah. He decided to package up in a different way. He gave it to you. And then all of a sudden, it specifically addressed the needs that you wanted. Mm. When you go out... And you put, you go in and you go, I'm going to give you a proposal in five minutes. I'm going to sit in my truck, give it back to you. Yeah. And then you show up with 11 trucks <laughs> and 18 people. And they go, man, we've never seen people show up here with that many machines yeah. that are all branded, yeah. with people that are all wearing the same shirts, that all look the same and talk the same and do exactly the same thing and do what they say they're going to do. We've never had any of that before. That's when your awareness lines up with your skills and your wisdom and your experience that ties directly to your capabilities that you can package up and give to them. Oh, so. Because are there are there five other companies that can do what you do? No, and I think the, the biggest reason is because my big one of my biggest values is problem solving. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at the industry, you say, what does the industry like? The industry lacks trust. Yes. They lack communication. They lack... That's really the two biggest things it lacks. So I said, I got to do something different. You, you said, I'm going to create processes. Yep. I'm going to create tools. I'm going to create systems. I'm going to create structures that spe specifically address trust. Yep. So I, the trust, the biggest part of the trust is uh, touch and feel the sample. Yes. I've installed every turf on the market. So yeah. So I understand why this is better. I have this in my yard. I can turn this around to you in 15 minutes because I know the cost of everything from my turf to my operating cost to the staple. Yes. And so all that is definitely the trust. And then the software that we use helps package everything to where we can run a business efficiently that can communicate with the customer more easily. Show up it, when we it say It draws a picture. Up. Okay. So th this software that he has, mm -hmm. he can walk out there, have it on a on either printed or on the computer where the man and the woman, the children, whatever, are swimming in the pool with the fireplace. It can even have either day or night. It can have the light setting. It can show you the turf. It can show you everything. Yeah. And when I ask you, God, that's, are there five awesome. other companies that can do it? The answer is yes, but they're not five companies that have gone through the awareness piece that got them to really pause and say, what is specifically that I'm solving, and how can I package that up? The, the tools, the processes, the structures. 
in a way that will give them exactly what they want. How many times do you, I mean, maybe you guys don't do this, but I know that I do. I had this conversation yesterday with, yesterday with a potential customer. Hey, who did this? Mm, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I do know who it was, and we ended on, we ended on a bad note. Yeah. And I said, why? Well, they didn't show up when they said they're going to show up. They didn't. So, I mean, that's just a bit, that's construction, right? How many times do you go over budget, and how many times do you never finish on time? Every time. Every yeah. time, unless you're with somebody like Old South who says the they're going to build for <laughs> six styles, and this yeah. is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to do it. Yeah. And they set clear that's expectations. True. They provide the resource to achieve it. And they and have a book at the end. That's, a, that's right. And I got a book that's this thick at the end that, that quality controls the entire process, and that's every what, project. And that's wow. what and that's what I wanted to do. And they use the software. I know they do because I've already talked to John. I've talked to John's people about it. Yeah. So yeah, we got to live in the twenty percent. The twenty percent. The point five. Oh, oh Bill, Bill Fredo. <laughs> and we got to step out our lane, bring value. Awareness leads to capabilities. That leads to understanding what the market really wants from you. And, and I would say the market in business, in your family, in your marriage, in your parenting, in your relationships. I think one of the biggest things I pick up from this podcast is obviously some, some business ideas and some structure, but I really enjoy the parenting from you guys because that's who you got to learn from. You got to learn from those people who've made the mistakes and who've done the good things and done the bad things. And the positivity you bring is one thing I really love with the kids. And I'm always like, got to get better, got to get better, got to get better. But sometimes you got to step back and just say, good job. Way to well, go. I think the best it's lessons in life are transcend for me over all of those topics, business, marriage, parenting, relationships, right? Every, every good lesson for me, I can apply to each one of those. Absolutely. We'll, we'll leave it That's right there stuff. for today. For uh, John Byers, for Tyler Burnett, for the Pod Studio One right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're talking about creating value. We hope you go, go out and create more value in, in 2021. This is the Go Consulting Podcast. Boom.